Hi guys, welcome to episode four, five. What episode are we on, Molly? Five. <laughs> five. five. Look, I, I can't count. That's why I don't teach maths. Um, <laughs> um, welcome to episode five of Requires Improvement. Um, joining us today. Now I said that like we've got a guest. It's just me and Molly. <laughs> I guess you're <laughs> <laughs> No, just me and Molly again. <laughs> uh, hopefully that doesn't scare you off. Um, <laughs> Hi Molly, how are we this week? Good, thank you. Are you? Yep, I'm really well. So <laughs> me and Molly are venturing for the first time of recording two podcasts back to back. So we're <laughs> very aware that this is coming across. I was like, oh, how's your week Molly? And we've just had the same conversation. <laughs> we should point out that the reason we're doing it is because we are returning to work very shortly. So it will be difficult to be doing both our regular teaching job and um this every week so we're going to try and And get ahead of the game a little bit a lot of podcasts do this molly i don't feel bad about it a lot of podcasts do it because sometimes i listen to a podcast talking about something and i'm like that happened last year (laughs) I, i do not feel ashamed at all but I think now, in order to help us keep giving weekly contact, we are going to try and record a couple at a time, which I think yeah. is good. Um, Molly, this mm-hmm. week we had a bit of a bit of news, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, every year we participate as Blackboard Theatre and take our show special measures, four-star review, sell out Edinburgh Fringe and Buxton Fringe 2019. Every year we've done it once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Molly, we're a theatre company. If this year, if this year would have went to plan, we would have been every year. <laughs> every year since 2019. Established 2019. <laughs> um, so last year, <laughs> we went to Edinburgh and Buxton. We did sell them out, you know, because our show is so good. You should see it sometime. Um, but obviously Edinburgh has been cancelled. And Buxton, who are afraid to cancel or I don't know what would you say they're like they're trying to make it so they don't have to cancel and do different digital submissions and obviously me and Molly were planning to take our show there on the 11th and 12th of July but it's just not feasible for us to do that anymore look I remember the dates Molly are you impressed yeah that's like the first time when it's cancelled but you now know the date because <laughs> I'm looking at my calendar and I've got it down as the um, 12th and 13th of June <laughs> Um, so Molly, we want to do something at Books and Fringe. What are we yeah. going to do? Well, we've, we've we've spoken to the Fringe committee, I want to call them, um, and we we we're thinking of doing a um, like a read through of the script. Um, obviously via zoom um the fringe committee when you say that all that comes to my head and if you've ever been to like um, a local fringe like buxton fringe you'll realize it's like very small village and it's like a very villagey thing very middle class shall we say and molly is in an element when she when she sorts all this out for us she absolutely loves it but i imagine when you say the fringe committee for them to be like the middle class mafia yeah yeah, it is very much like village fairy kind of thing, but it's so sweet. Like I love it though. I really booked because because um, I'm like on their level, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> you are though. <that>. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, no, they, they, I think they're trying. I mean, to be fair, it probably brings in so much money for them on a, on a yearly basis and to lose out on that will be like a massive thing for the, the town and the area, um, you know, with tourism and things. But no, we, 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 we're thinking of doing a, a, a read through of the script filmed on Zoom and people can, like audience, audience members can enter the Zoom call and watch us doing the, um, the read through. But obviously it's not the same as watching um, a play. Watching a four-star sellout play. No, but it seems like the most doable thing bearing in mind that we're both going to be back at work full time as well so we, we did debate writing something new to record but i just don't know if we're going to have um time to do that or uh, like we're also in the position that we did write lots of new material for this year that really we hasn't had an audience yet we only showed it twice in middlesbrough and i love our new material i really do yeah i think so when i spoke to the committee they said that they were concerned that if if we do a read through um, filmed, that sit obviously fingers crossed, kind of the world goes back to a little bit of normal in twenty twenty one. That come the books and fringe festival in twenty twenty one, if we were wanting to perform our show um, as normal, that if people had previously watched the read through, they're less likely to come and and pay money to see the show so suppose let's put that out there would you would you be less if you've read if you've watched something and watched a read-through of our show say you'd enjoyed watching the read-through would it actually make you think oh i'm gonna go and see that in in a theater or am i gonna think oh i won't bother because i know the play and I'm that's for that that's the debate that we're having please let us know because it's going to help influence our decision. You can reach out to us on all our social media accounts um, mm -hmm. at Blackboard Theatre UK or at Blackboard UK on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Or you can send us a message on any of the podcast apps. We really want to know because we're a bit stuck as to what to do because mm -hmm. we've dabbled, haven't we, with making short scenes and things like that. But I'm really proud of our play and how it's adapted this year and I want to show it off in some way. And it's not, it's not the best quality, you know, filming-wise as well filming a zoom you know a call and we me and dean live far apart and obviously you can't see each other at the moment anyway but it's making it would make things really difficult for us if we had to to try and get a really high quality filmed thing yeah but we really we don't we also don't want to not be a part of it we're, we're gutted absolutely devastated about edinburgh being cancelled and obviously we're really upset about Buxton. So the fact that they are giving us the opportunity to partake in some something, you know, digitally, we don't want to miss out on that either. But like I say, we also don't want to, we don't want it to make us less popular either when yeah. it comes to the fringe of the following We are still a very new theatre company and we're still trying to attract an audience and gain attention and run like that so it's a very thing to do we've also had the idea of maybe doing a special one-off maybe hour-long podcast and mm -hmm. i quite like this idea and do you know the more i think about doing it like i'd like to do both because i feel like we should do a read through and do a podcast um because then on the listings it'd be like special measures requires improvement 
But I thought what we could do if we did that podcast, we could maybe write some short like skits or like yeah. short scenes and put them in. And then maybe we could get like um, other people that were meant to be performing at the Fringe to come on and we could interview them. Um, do you know, like um, we talked about her a couple of podcasts ago, Emily Parr. Was it her name, Emily Parr? She's taken her one woman show. Well, she was, but we, I could reach out to her and be like, we're doing a, a podcast. You want to come on and talk about what it was and your experiences doing it and things like that. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be really good. And I think at the moment, kind of the arts and the theatre, it's all in a really, you know, awful situation. Um, and I think artists and, you know, playwrights, actors, or anyone in the performing arts industry, I think we've all got to support each other at the moment as well and, and give each other a boost. Well, can, can we do that podcast? I like that idea as well as the read yeah. through. My idea and just putting that one out there, so I just thought I'd mention <laughs> <laughs> Molly taking credit in case we win the award. Uh, uh, my life aim is to win an award at a festival <laughs> or, or a podcast award. Yeah, so I mean, you never know. I, I mean, are they even doing awards this year? Because well, on that email, I said everyone should get an award, and I, I, I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> I really do agree with them, um, <laughs> but yeah. no, I like that idea. I really do. Yeah, I think it would be nice, and um, we'll we we'll obviously will do it at the same time. We would do the read through side of it when we should have been performing at Buxton, and we'll do a podcast, a special like a special one, like you say, around the same same time as well. Um, because obviously they're going to lose a lot of audience members, you know, through people not travelling to the festival. So the more kind of the more we, we can get online audience members the better really and like covid proof then i just bring attention really to the bookstore fringe and how wonderful it is because they yeah. have an international fringe as well that's been cancelled yeah yeah that's i mean that that was cancelled straight away um and you know it's i mean like things like edinburgh and brighton you know have got loads of publicity around it and obviously they're, they're big cities and you know that, that's fair enough but Buxton isn't a very big place at all, but it's it's a lovely fringe to be a part of, and it's like a real community middle class. Yeah. Molly so. loves it. Molly loves it. <laughs> she's in her element. Like it's like a village fete if you've never been, and she's there. Like, oh, <laughs> oh good morning, Margaret. How are you? Dean knew more about it than I did, though. I mean, you made us do the flipping duck race or whatever that was, where you buy a... A rubber a duck. Yeah, he loved that, like, fully in his element with that as well. We went and did the duck race. I, I don't mean to brag, but I've been going to the Buxton Fringe since before it was cool. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, th- how I was introduced with the Buxton Fringe, when I was young, and I was in a part of a theatre school, and they were taking work to... To the fringe, and they, my friends, um, Steph and Sarah, took work there. And I remember when I was like twelve, and my mum tells the story very vividly. My friends, Steph, Sarah, and I think maybe Richard was included, took um, a show there called Five Go Mad and Books. And I really wanted to go and see it. And me being twelve at the time, like took myself from Liverpool all the way to Buxton on the train. You didn't at yeah. twelve years old. Yeah, I told my mum I was going to Liverpool for the day. <laughs> and then I got there and I, I like, obviously I had no understanding of like time and things. I got there and I'd missed the show, but they were putting on like an extra encore performance because the show had gone down so well. 
Um, so I actually stayed at late, and my friend Steph's dad brought me back in his car because <laughs> obviously, like, the show was at nine o'clock. And and um, I remember Steph's mum rang my mum was like, and Steph's mum is so nice, like, is one of the loveliest people you'll ever meet. And she was like, "Hi, I love Dean's here. Don't worry." And my mum was like, "Where is he?" <laughs> and Steph's dad took me all the way home, and and their family lived in Liverpool. And um, he brought me all the way back to the Wirral and everything. And oh, it was so nice and so kind of him. Um, But I watched the play and it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But I I have been back since. And I I performed a couple of years after that as part of what is very relevant. I performed Animal Farm there as well as part of that theatre company. I was, um, I played, um, was he called Moses? Marius? The, The theatrical pig. The pig that performed a poem. <laughs> that was me. I Type. thought the pig was called Molly. There's a lot of pigs in it though, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point is the pigs take over. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's, there is one really theatrical pig though called Molly, I'm sure. I'm, Goog- I'm Googling it now. Because obviously there's Napoleon and Snowball. Yeah, I, I mean, you're probably right, but I just... We did it in school. I mean, I, I didn't even have a speaking part. So I was a duck or a goose or something. Oh, I'm on cliff notes. There is a character in Animal Farm called Molly. Oh, Molly's a horse. Or is it a horse? I thought it was a pig. Yeah, she's friends with Boxer who goes to the glue factory. Oh. Oh no, oh, listen to this description of Molly. Unlike Boxer, who always thinks of others, Molly is a shallow, materialistic person who cares for nothing for the struggles of her fellow animals. Her first appearance in the novel suggests her personality when she enters the meeting at the last moment, chewing sugar and sitting on the front with the others who admire the red ribbon she wears on her mane. Her only concerns about the revolution are the ones prompted by her ego. When she has Snowball, if they will still have sugars and ribbons after the rebellion, she... she Betrays the thoughts of old Major and reveals her vanity. Mm. Molly's not a very nice horse. No, no. I rem- the reason I remember that part is because obviously it's my name, but I really wanted it because because it was my name. And, <laughs> and, and get my best friend, well, one of my best friends, um, uh, Fran, got the part of Molly, and I was like, <laughs> and I got a non-speaking part. Ah, not bitter, not bitter at all, it's fine. <laughs> You're still very bitter. I can do one up there, though, for you on that story, you know. When we were doing it, I remember um, my friend Callum played, got the part of Boxer, and I was just the... I had literally one poem to say. It was about eight lines, and I'd been in this theatre school for years, and my friend Callum got it. Anyway, Callum left halfway through the show, and I remember when I well thought I was getting this part. I was like, oh, I'm going to play Boxer. Anyway, the black box woman... Oh, I shouldn't say the company name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the company doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> the company does not exist anymore because let's just say they were very dodgy. And I had a reunion with my black box friends. Oh, I said it again. <laughs> with my drama friends. Uh, with my drama friends on the weekend. And it was so lovely, you know, to get to know them. But we realised how awful the theatre company was and like they were just out to us. Anyway, the woman who work there she was lovely took me outside and was like dean callum's left so that means we got the part of boxer to like offer to someone and i'm sat there the whole way through this meeting like just smile you're getting given the part it's finally a chance to have a main character 
And um, she goes, we're going to offer the part to Tom. And I'm sat there like, heartbroken. But we'd like you to uh, take his part if he doesn't want to do it. And, and what his, was his part was like, duck for. Oh, cheers. Yeah. So I was, I was fuming. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Thank you. Look at us now, Aideen. Look how far we've come. Four-star review, sell out fringes. You know what I mean? We've got at least 25 followers on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you do like our podcast, please share us with your friends so we can grow our audience a little bit. Um, Molly, yeah. before we finish, and like I thought we could end the same way we end every one of our podcasts, I do apologise if, if it's very noisy in the background, I've got the window open because it's so hot and there's cars going past and a motorbike and since, since lockdown, I don't know what it's like in Middlesbrough, Molly, but since lockdown, it's it's like a Tour de France. Cyclists yeah. everywhere. <laughs> it's fuming. I hate it when I'm driving. I hate cyclists. They're so scared. And suddenly it's the Tour de France, everyone on a bike. <laughs> well, it's not just on the road though. Like when I'm out walking with um, the dog, like cyclists come up, they're like silent ninjas on their bikes. They come up behind me and I have no idea that they're there. So my dog Eddie's like free reign on the, like, on the long extendy lead. So I've got to cycle into him and I have no idea that they're there. So I have to like scramble with the lead to get Ed oh. to the side. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if people are, are too nice to ring a bell, like, you know, because then, obviously, then you'd probably get sick people thinking, oh, how rude. But I'd actually rather than ring a bell because I literally have no idea they're there until, like, five seconds before they're about to fly past me. Oh, they um, ring the bell around here, yeah. Always when I'm walking, ding, 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 you fuming. <laughs> You know what I mean though, like, you can't, they can't win to be fair, but I personally would prefer them to ring a bell than get, like, that close to me without me knowing them the bear at all. <laughs> right, so I thought we could end. And I've been trying to think of, like, a fun name for us to do our recommendation section. Like I said, like, last week, lots of different podcasts call it different things. And I thought we could call it On The Wall. Is that an awful name? Molly's reaction was stuff in there. Do you know, like, when you do really good work in school, your work goes oh, on the wall. wall? Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, only the good stuff goes on the wall and they're rare. Yeah. The shit stuff accidentally gets put in the recycling bin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, like, I, I understand it now. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I thought we could open it up to anything this week. What would you like to put on the wall, Molly? <laughs> I like it. Sorry, I got very excited. <laughs> it sounds good. Well, um, I feel like I want to share. I feel like you're gonna laugh at me as well. So obviously everybody's kind of doing new hobbies and taking up new things. Have you got a new hobby? <laughs> well, it's not new. It, I've always enjoyed doing it, but I've just never had the time. Can I guess? Go on then. Is it knitting? Well, it's not knitting, but Cro it is it's... crochet. Not crochet. I was about to say croquet then. <laughs> it's cross. Oh. <laughs> That's such a Molly thing to do. Oh, and I, I was just listening on the radio when I was driving, and they were saying, you know, how people are all doing different things. Um, cross stitching being one of them, you know, like people are taking up sewing. Um, 
knitting, baking, I bake as well, but that's kind of not a new thing. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what, what I'm with out there, that I, I'm a cross-stitcher and I am making... <laughs> Oh, the way you feel like it's such a big disclosure. <laughs> I've, I've got to admit it. I'm a cross stitcher. I enjoy it and I do it. It's just me. Accept me for who I am. Like I'm becoming more like Elaine in this lockdown. Like I'm merging into one of the characters in you our are. show. Our head teacher from the show, if you haven't seen, it's called Elaine, and she's the most middle class person you know who like she's hilarious but i love that molly let's put cross stitch on the wall i have actually got a cross stitch on my wall you know can i show you it i know it's a podcast and not a visual medium but i will describe it and um, my friend in work cat um is like she does like loads of etsy things and she makes yeah. her own cross stitch patterns i'll send you her etsy store because she makes so lovely patterns you might be interested but look at this molly how cute is this it Aww. is one of them hoop things i don't know the technical terms molly probably does it is edna mode a little silhouette of edna mode and it says i never look back darling it distracts from the now that famous quote and she made me this and i put it on my wall well that's what i've got that hoop and i do i've done it i've done one and i'm on to my second one now oh, no, Will you cross stitch me something? So I, I was gonna say I'll cross, I'll cross stitch you something. I don't think I'll be as good as that, but I will cross stitch you something. Like, do you know what I'd love? A quote from the show, cross stitched. Oh, oh, there we go. I found my new my new hoop idea. And we also have um, special measures that require measurement <laughs> requires improvement merchandise. Cross stitch is available at Molly's <laughs> Etsy. <laughs> Can you imagine? Right. Um, I would like to put on the wall, Molly, um, a podcast. My friend, Connor, Connor Burke, which you actually know, Molly, well, you don't know him. We went to his show the first time we went to Edinburgh together. Yeah, yeah. He started a podcast and it is called, let me just get it up to be sure, it's on Spotify. Oh, by the way, what was it called? Sophie and... Sophie Ben and Other Problems. That was an amazing show, amazing. I really, really enjoyed it, that show. talented actors. Um, so Connor does I met Connor in America and hopefully he'll have me on his podcast so I can talk to him and catch up with him but his podcast is called Glee Cap and it's a Glee podcast with Connor Burke so what he's doing is he's going back and re-watching all of the episodes of Glee and then like dissecting them and criticising them and I I listened to the first one and it's hilarious Molly do you know what you're going to be really surprised at I never watched Glee did you not? No. How weird is that? Like, it's the most Molly show, but I never watched it. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. Yeah, I probably should. Like, I just, I don't know. I just never got into it. Um, and then I don't know if I was trying to be cool by not watching it. Like, yeah, I was no. very much into it. It was very much like, yeah. I love Glee. Like, I remember I uh, took my friend to see Glee in the cinema and all sorts. Mm, but yeah, I, it's maybe it's one for me to to watch because I, I I feel like it's probably something I would enjoy, but I never watched it. Molly, watch episode one and we'll talk about it next week, please. <laughs> oh, well, we just stole a podcast. We can't can't really do that. <laughs> Well, you know, um, right. I think that brings us to the end of our podcast today, Molly. Mm-hmm. 
also before we go we are experimenting with shorter form podcasts and trying to keep them on track because we're very aware we ramble so let us know what you think about whether you prefer them short you want them long and um, we got some feedback from did you was it your dad that gave us feedback that it was too long <laughs> yeah. he was like what did he say oh, i listened to the first 10 minutes <laughs> oh i listened to your, your podcast but um I was about 10 minutes in and I realised it was 40 minutes long. So I thought I'll have to come back to that. So we're trying to cut them down to a solid 10 minutes, a solid 20 minutes. But thank you very much for listening. Um, you can find us on social medias at Blackboard Theatre UK. We're everywhere. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you follow us and leave us a review. I hate this bit. I feel like such a YouTuber saying all this. Do you know, like, hi guys, comment, rate, subscribe. <laughs> But please, please do. <laughs> please, we're begging you. We need it. Thank you. Um, I, we'll see you next week. Bye.